0: Live from our man caves in Hawaii and Virginia, this is MLS Gone Wild, where Blem, Poopus, and Mike D bring you the latest news, rumors, analytics, predictions, and all things MLS on American soccer. Let's get it going, boys.
1: Hello and welcome to MLS Gone Wild, Season 2, Episode 14. This is your host, Blem. What's going on, everybody?
0: It's your boy, Poopus. Welcome back for another episode. You got an exciting one ahead of us? What's
2: going on, guys? It's Mike D. Big episode tonight for you guys. Really excited to get it going.
1: On this episode, we are joined by 2019 Big Ten men's soccer freshman of the year, Columbus crew homegrown, and U-20 U.S. men's national team midfielder, Aiden Morris. Aiden, welcome to MLS Gone Wild.
3: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. glad to be here. Glad to talk about everything, you know, present and the past. I'm excited for it. Thanks for having me again. Of course, man. We're looking
1: forward to it. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Just another day, another day of the training out. So yeah. Yep, you guys got a big one in a couple of days. We do. So crew fans were super excited to see that you would be joining us on Twitter. We selected three fan questions that we'll go through quickly. So like we talked about, I know you're a Drake fan. My nickname's Blim. What's your favorite Drake song?
3: <sighs> it's a tough one, you know.
1: Don't say Marvin's room.
3: <laughs> no. I think Sandra's Rose is probably up there for me Ooh, I, it. Um, yeah. I mean it's it, there's so many good ones you know it goes through a lot. I think that one because it's not it's not like a big one, but you know it's there so I think I think that one. I whip that one up occasionally but, yeah good choice
1: next question favorite place to eat in Columbus Ah uh, North Star for sure
3: you know nice little chicken avocado sandwich it's light it's uh crispy and it's just perfect a salad. Uh, Outside. yeah it's my favorite it's my go-to spot
1: oh nice and healthy and yeah. do you have and do, and do you have a nickname on the on, on the team
3: uh I do but you know I'm not gonna say it on here
1: Ah, oh, man I come do. on give us something yeah.
3: <clears throat> I can't man I can't it's, it's, I can't
1: it's all good hit me up on Instagram after I would love to know
3: I will I will
1: I will <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into the questions now. In our last podcast, we interviewed your U20 US men's national team teammate and FC Dallas homegrown Tanner Tessman. Tanner was born and raised in Birmingham, Alabama, but left to play with FC Dallas Academy at the age of 14. Similarly, you left home in search of quality, a quality academy as well. In 2017, you left Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where you were born and raised, to join the Columbus Crew Academy. With other prominent academy systems within the U.S., including FC Dallas and Philadelphia, why did you choose Columbus Crew Academy?
3: You know, it's, it, it was it wasn't like it wasn't anything like specific. You know, what I mean, it was just something that I, I felt and something that I felt comfortable in there. And it was more of like a it was more of like an environment thing. You know, I felt comfortable here. I felt like it was more of like a family thing. And you know, it's 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 easy just to go to those to go to those MLS clubs that you know those academies that are just bred around winning, you know, you go to those Dallas, you go to those Dallas academies and it's just like, okay, let's, let's win. And also, don't get me wrong, they develop great players, but you know, with, with Greg here and the whole staff and, you know, just the whole mindset, the whole, the whole organization in the club and stemming from the academy to the first team, it just seemed like, it just seemed like I was comfortable here. It, meant, it seemed like I was meant to be here. And, and another like kind of thing that stood out to me was just like the playing style. It's nice when you have, when you have an MLS academy, that kind of stems from, the playing style from the academy to all the way up to the first team. And you know, that was appealing to me as well. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a very welcoming year. So yeah, I guess the whole tradition that um, the Columbus Crew Academy represents and just as well the whole organization.
2: So following, following your two years with the, with the Crew Academy, you then went on to play Indiana University. And in your first season at Indiana, Caleb Porter's alma mater, you recorded a team best eight assists and two goals. Those numbers in your 22 appearances earned you Big Ten Freshman of the Year, Top Drawer Soccer's highest-ranked freshman, and Third Team All-American honors, among many other accolades. What was your experience like at IU, and how did it help you develop for the
3: pro game? Uh, you know, it helped a lot. I mean, besides from the besides from the soccer aspect, for now, I mean, it's just it's just growing as a person. You know, what I mean, it's just going to college and you know, like taking accountability for everything you do, waking up to go to classes, um, being responsible making sure you're putting the right stuff in your body every day because it's up to you. You don't have parents kind of forcing you to go to school or putting the right stuff in your body. So, so when it comes down to just being a person and growing up as a man, I think, I think that's the biggest thing, you know, when you look at it that way. And then, of course, the soccer is great. You know, you go to school like Indiana, and, you know, they have this big label around them um, for being great at soccer. But, you know, you go. a lot of people don't see it. There's a lot of details, you know. They're, they're, they're a college that's known for just winning. You know, there's there's a lot of details that go behind the scenes. It's just why why we are like that. And you know, it's just and then it goes from being a person as well. It's Just like the mentality just to win every single duel, win every single time you get the ball. So um, so yeah, I mean, all those accolades are great, but you know, the biggest thing coming out of there is just growing as a person and also a soccer player. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I definitely yeah, I can tell you I grew when I went to college as a, as a man first and foremost, you know, like you said, you didn't have Parents to tell you what to do, and you kind of had that freedom. But um, the path to going pro in the U.S. is something that we've t- we've discussed on this podcast before. Some players sign a homegrown contract right out of the academy. Others, like yourself, go through the academy, play in college, and either sign a homegrown or get drafted. Walk us through your choice to go the route that you did.
3: So, so you know, I think I think in America, a big thing is you know to get that education on your belt. And you know, it was it was, it was a difficult decision. Don't get To just kind of decided to get the, go the education route. But I this is me coming across as humble as possible just to kind of – I figured I'd be a pro eventually, you know, and obviously nothing's guaranteed ever. Um, so I figured I could trust my abilities to go to college and stand out, you know, and yes, so prove myself. So I decided to go that route, and there wasn't much time left in the season or anything. But, you know, I was just talking with Caleb and the staff, and they guided me in the right direction. I think going to IU and the connection they have with the Columbus crew was, was big. So, I mean – it just made sense to get an education under my belt. And also, like like you said earlier, just grow. And, you know, it's just different just different stepping stone. So, yeah, and then obviously signing for the crew was a dream for me. You know, a dream for me, a dream for my family, um, a dream for my friends. So, you know, everything worked out. Everything works out. You know, everything in life happens for a reason. So,
1: yeah. Of course, that's that's cool that you mentioned Caleb Porter was a part of that process and wanting what's best for you. When we talked to Tanner Testman, he said similar <laughs> things about Reggie Cannon. Um, Lucci did it in regards to Reggie Cannon and wanting him to move over to Boavista. So that's really cool that Caleb had the best interests uh, for you in his in his mind. And it's actually Caleb Porter's alma mater, if, uh, if yeah. I'm correct. Yeah. But so you only went there for one year and you're talking about the education piece and that, you know, played a role into you making that choice. Are you still taking classes currently?
3: Uh, not right now. You know, it was, it was, um, it was tricky with everything going on. You know, I want to be, especially my rookie year. Um, just want to be fully focused into kind of the soccer aspect for now, but definitely this next year for sure. might start off with a Spanish class, but yeah.
0: I'm sure that'll benefit you. No, oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. It's a big tool. All right, so on July 11th during the MLS back tournament, you made your MLS debut as a substitute against uh, FC Cincinnati. So describe making your debut under those circumstances and tell us what the hell, hell is the real derby means to you.
3: You know, it was awesome. You know, no matter, no matter if there are fans there or there's a big blue screen behind me or whatever it was, you know, it was awesome just to be out on the field in kind of a professional environment. You know, it was awesome. Uh, but obviously, don't get me wrong, it was a little weird. It was a little goofy. You know, you want to make your debut in front of fans in general, whether it's your home, whether it's away, uh, just to kind of raise the emotions a little bit. But, you know, it was awesome. Um, I'm glad to get out there. I'm glad the coaches and the staff, you know, trust me and gave me the opportunity for that. And this is on the Hell's Jewel Derby. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of a new thing, you know. Um, but it's exciting. It's, it brings a little bit more flair to kind of Columbus Crew and FC Cincinnati. You know, FC Cincinnati—they're new. Um, they might not be doing the best right now, but they're an exciting club. You know, they got a lot. They got a lot of a lot of pieces to figure out. That's not me throwing shade or anything. But you know, I could I could I could tell you that eventually they'll be um, soon that they'll be um we'll figure everything out. And uh, yeah, I mean. I've played in a couple games against Cincinnati right now, and it's, it's, it's fun. You know, there's definitely a little bit more edge to it, you know. As you look at all the in the world, you know, there's a little bit more edge to it a little bit more aggression. So, so yeah, it's enjoyable.
2: Absolutely. Love a good derby. It always makes things interesting.
3: Always. always.
2: So fast forward a little bit. Um, until your recent 3-1 victory over New York City FC, the crew were winless in four games dating back to September 27th's loss to Toronto FC. Prior to the New York City FC victory, head coach Caleb Porter held a team meeting. Following that meeting, the crew displayed added intensity and a sense of urgency in the New York City game. What did Caleb say in that meeting to help you guys get back in the win column, get you guys back on track?
3: You know, I, I can't I can't really pinpoint anything. You know, I think, I think it, it's obviously the coach does a great job of guiding us in the right direction. But, you know, it stems from the players. You know, it stems from us, you know, flipping the switch. Um, but, you know, I think, I think it was, you know, it happens in soccer, you know, you have ups and downs, you have, you have things where everything's going great and then, you know, things where it's not going great, but, you know, when things aren't going great and you, you turn things around, it really describes you as a team, you know? it describes, describes the kind of culture you have. And, and I mean, I, I wouldn't say those like those three losses or, or how many, how many ever was it describes us. You know what I mean? It, it's, it happens in sports, you know, you lose, but uh I wouldn't say it's anything in particular that kind of we switched around it's just it just happens you know sometimes it works out in games sometimes it doesn't but definitely that don't get me wrong the team meeting did help a lot um I'm kind of just focusing on little details of the game nothing 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 in particular just little details that we could fix on our part
2: yeah, just like all right boys it's time and the season's coming we can get this mls cup let's
3: let's let's fix it right yeah something like that
1: <laughs> yeah and it's got to be easy to get behind a coach like Caleb Porter who after after wins with fans in the stadium, he's going over to Nordeka pumping his fists and you you players are doing it right alongside him. So that passion that I that he displays on the sidelines and after games, I'm sure rubs off on you guys.
3: Oh, of course. You know, it's 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 even better when you you, you know you go into a game and you wanna you obviously want to prove to yourself that you're that you're a player and and also the guy right beside you, your teammate. But also it's even it's even more of a thing where you can go out there and you're not only fighting for the guys on the field, but the guy outside there rooting for you guys. So that that means a lot that that we have a coach like that that we can not only, you know, fight for the our teammates, but fight for him as well. And you know, it, it adds
1: a little bit more energy to the team. Yeah, and fighting for the badge, man, and the whole city of Columbus.
3: Of course, of course, always. That's a no-brainer.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll talk about Nordeka and the entire supporters. Uh of the black and gold a little bit later in the episode but we were just talking about your game against new york city fc so i have some stats here from that game i know you've played a couple games since then but these stats really stood out 90 minutes played 60 touches 32 of 41 passing a game high six tackles two interceptions nine duels won, two dribbles and two for two accurate long balls your ability to counter press after losing the ball your quickness your urgency and your vision to make the progressive pass have stood out in your eight matches this year. Describe your mentality and your style of play.
3: Uh, I'll Describe my style of play as just kind of versatile, you know. I, I know a lot of people see me as a tackler, but, you know, there's, there's a lot more to my game, I think, besides that. You know, I think, I think, you know, I'm learning from guys all the time in training. You know, being a young kid, I'm, I'm trying to be a sponge and, you know, take it all in. You guys like you got guys like Don, too, probably the best midfield in the league right now. Who I'm just constantly learning from. You know, going over clips with him and, and doing all that stuff. So you know, and the mentality aspect is just you know, I think I think it, you can ask all the young kids in the league. You know, whenever you're given the opportunity, it's always making the most of it. You know, pre- preparing for it, focusing on little details in the preparation, but also when you get in there, just know that you belong for the most part. Know that know that the coach puts you there for a reason. You know, so I think I think that's the biggest thing with me. And obviously, my aggressive mentality is a big is a big help to that. You know, I'm not I'm not scared of going to go in tackles or anything, but but also there's a lot of guys in the league that you know I, I like. You know, when Morales came on, you know those are the guys I want to tackle, and you know that's the next level you have to be at to kind of go over to wherever you want to be at and your final goal. So I mean, it's exciting that with everything that the league's doing to to bring in the, the biggest prospects around the world, and uh, it's exciting for me to play against all of them and kind of win balls for them and do everything.
0: Yeah. You know. Well, you know, like as as we watch you, like you can just tell you have so much confidence on the field. Like I know if I was eighteen and playing pro soccer, I'd be proving my pants out there because I'd be nervous. <laughs> so it's just, it's just great to see you because you're so you're like you say you're aggressive on the ball and even without the ball, and you make those tackles that you, when when the time comes, so you can tell you have a lot of confidence out there when you do play. Thank you, I appreciate that.
3: I appreciate. It. I try my best, you know. I try my best. All
0: right, so. My bad. There, so a valuable three points is up for grabs Wednesday <laughs> evening as you guys travel to D.C. to face off D.C. United. The first first time facing them this year. D.C. haven't lost in three matches and can move above the playoff line with a with a win. A win for the crew keeps you guys in contention for the supporters' shield. What do you guys need to do to ensure a win in, in Wednesday's match against D.C.?
3: Uh, I think. I think. I don't think it's complicated. I think just focusing on ourselves. You know. I think. Uh, but also you know it's it's it's, it is difficult you know nowadays where you're playing in a game and then three days later you got another one so it's the quick turnaround you know just focusing on ourselves and focusing on you know physically and mentally kind of recuperating there's a balance between you know physically getting us ready but also but also the more priority is to get us mentally ready and switched on you know get the obviously getting the bodies turned over to the next game is difficult but you know the mental piece of it's the bigger thing. You know it's it, it is difficult. When you have guys going around playing ninety minutes, and three days later you haven't playing again. But you know just focus on ourselves. I think that's the base thing. Just focus on ourselves. Do what we do, and do what we know how to do best? And uh, I think it all turned out great.
1: So you talked about that short turnaround in between games, three to four days. What does that recovery process look like for a guy that's played ninety full minutes?
3: Uh, first of all, I think, I think our coaches and our, and our staff do a great job with it, you know, find, like I said, finding the balance between, you know, giving, a, giving us an off day sometimes, um, just to recuperate and to spend time with our family is an important thing, you know, um, but also bringing us in some days where we don't get an off day, but, but there's a purpose behind it, always there's a purpose, there's a purpose behind everything we do. You know sometimes we go in there and it's just it's just a yoga session you know and then sometimes we go in there and it's just a film session and just a light passing or a light little randos just to have a little fun and it's also it's also it's also you know everything's so serious a all the time i'm sure you guys see it it's everything so serious and everything so tactical
1: listeners we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors added time outfitters we'll be back in 60 seconds to discuss the loyal supporters of the black and gold <music>
0: We all love the beautiful game. We spend countless hours watching, tweeting, discussing, playing, and talking about the sport. And we all have our favorite memories when our teams made history. Moments like Liverpool's miracle in Istanbul or Celtics 2-1 triumph over arguably the best Barca side ever. Those moments that keep us coming back for more. But what if you could carry those moments with you all the time? Added time Outfitters creates soccer-inspired wristbands that let you wear those memories on your wrist. Each reversible elastic design gives supporters of the beautiful game a unique way to rep their favorite team in any setting. With wristbands for your favorite teams from across Europe, the USA, and beyond, each Added Time design incorporates a 90 minute story from that famous match. Check out all 24 of Added Time Outfitters' current designs on the web at www.addedtime.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Added Time Outfitters.
1: Welcome back to MLS Gone Wild, Season 2, Episode 14, featuring Columbus Crew homegrown Aiden Morris. Thanks for sticking with us. Head over to AddedTimeOutfitters.com for your soccer-inspired wristbands and stickers. Use promo code GONEWILD, all one word, at checkout to receive 10% off your entire order. On October 16, 2017, in your first year with the Academy, Aiden, Grant Wall broke the news through a tweet that Anthony Precourt would move the club to Austin, Texas, if they didn't build a downtown stadium. Fast forward a year, Save the Crew, a fan-led movement, sought to keep their beloved club in Columbus, and they did just that. Save the Crew turned into Save the Crew. What were your thoughts on the situation and what did it show you about the Columbus Crew fan base?
3: Uh, I I think you can just describe it in one word, Um, just resiliency. You know, it's it's it was difficult for me because it was my first year at the Columbus Crew, but you know, I could I could definitely tell and get a sense of how of how um, of how hard they are fighting to keep it in Columbus, and you know, that means a lot not only to me but it means a lot to everyone. You know, everyone involved in the club. It kind of flips the switch and be like, hey, like if these people are trying this hard to keep us here, then you know, it it, it definitely means something. Um, so yeah, I think resiliency is the biggest thing, and you know, we're super grateful for everyone's efforts in order to keep a. Keep the wonderful Columbus crew in Columbus.
1: Yeah. yeah, the one word that I would use is massive. I know that's <laughs> a big word around the black and gold. It uh, is. Wh- wh- one thing, we we're just talking about stadiums, you know, the Columbus Crew Stadium, which is now Matfrey Stadium, was the first ever soccer-specific stadium in the MLS. The crew are slated to uh, ha- open their new stadium in the summer of 2021, so next season. are you ex- Have you been on a tour? Are you excited? And what do you think opening that new stadium does for the fan base?
3: Yeah, we actually, um, we actually went on a tour a couple of weeks ago. Um, it was awesome. You know, it's, 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 exciting. The future's bright. Um, so yeah, I mean, it'll definitely, it'll definitely bring a lot more attraction to the, to the city of Columbus in general and also the, the club, um, so yeah, it, it, it's 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 very exciting, especially for um, everything that, like you said, the Save the Crew movement. You know, it just seems to be falling falling perfectly into place.
1: Yeah, on the on the website, it's referred to as a world class venue. So I live in Virginia. Oh, I it in is. Virginia. Pupus is in Hawaii, so we're all going to have to get some plane tickets and make our way back when the oh. when the doors open, summer twenty twenty one.
0: For sure, definitely, definitely. All right, Adrian. so growing up, we had the pleasure of standing in nordeca. The Columbus Crew Supporters section. I can remember screaming chants such as "Yo, soccer team! Where you go, you'll follow!" and "Yo, so boy, boy a boy at Columbus!" and many mm-hmm. more. Fa- and many more fans have been able to attend games in a limited capacity since the restart of play. As a player, what is your favorite chant to hear from the supporter section?
3: Uh, I think I think it has to be the last one. You know, yeah, at the end of the game when you get together and you're holding arms with your brothers, and also you're staring at the all nordeka and you know. And it's like,
1: yeah, you guys know it.
3: Yo, say la voya,
1: la Columbus.
3: No, it's not that one. It's not that one. It's that. Which one are you talking about? Oh,
1: that one. Okay. With, that's the best
3: that, one for me. And that's know,
1: when Caleb them goes, them. goes over there pumping his fist, man. I just got chills. <laughs> got it. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, so that's the last of our questions. Mike D. Pupis, do you guys have any questions that we didn't get to ask that you guys have for Aiden?
2: Uh, one thing that I kind of nixed off the list, Aiden, was I was reading an article um, from back, I think it was April of this year, and it was, I believe it was Massive Report who did the article, and it was featuring you and um, Sebastian Burhalter and talking about kind of how you guys give back to the community, and you guys are part of the crew Kids Corner. And so, Really, my question is, how important is it to you to give back? I mean, being as young as you are, I mean, you're basically a kid yourself. You know, yeah. giving back to the, to the youth right now, um, how important is that for you and, and your, like, relationship with with Sebastian doing those things?
3: It means a lot to me, you know. Us, us like you said, being kids, you know, we have a lot of time on our hands, so, you know we try to be as productive as possible and, and if there's ever an opportunity to kind of help out with the community it's, it's a no-brainer you know it not only helps it not only helps the community but it gets our name out there as well you know it, it's 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 not it's not you know a lot of people do it because they want it. like I like I just said get name out there but it, it not only means for me but it means for the club it means for the city it means for the whole entire organization so so yeah I mean and at the end of the day I love it you know I love helping people and I try to be productive as I can with my time you know that's the best way to spend it is helping others and putting a smile on their
2: face. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with getting your name out there, especially when it's, you know, you're doing something good for the club and you want to get the fans rallied around that kind of thing, especially the youth who are looking up to, you know, players like you and Sebastian. Like, I want to be just like them one
0: day. So, like, there's, there's always critics criticizing, like, the play style of people or players and stuff. And you're being at such a young age, how do you take the critics out there when they, like, talk about your play style and stuff? You know, I I
3: don't I don't think I you know I like I don't really tend to go on Twitter a lot and all that stuff you know I try to, I try to veer away from it um, but you know you know you listen to it you know you take every, you take everything people say with a grain of salt um, and it, maybe they're right you know you never know but it's it's easy it's definitely easy to criticize when you're not the one on the field chasing chasing around players for ninety minutes but you know like I said you take everything with a grain of salt and yeah.
1: The only other question I have, Aiden, I read on the Columbus Crew website that you're an avid gamer, a FIFA player, and a Call of Duty player. Do you play Warzone?
3: You know, I, I used to, but I don't anymore. You know, ah. I'm kind of off the video video game train.
1: Oh man, you know? I was going to ask you what your drop spot was in Warzone.
3: I don't, I don't think I have one anymore. I'm more, of a, but Sebastian, i are more Fortnite guys though.
1: Okay, I'll tell you that we're more. I just can't build. I, I, I can't shoot either in Call of Duty. I'm just really a, a bad gamer.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm the opposite. I'm the opposite. When I'm in Call of Duty, I'm running around. I feel naked out there without <laughs> building, so.
1: All right, cool. Well, guys, that's all that I have for Aiden. You guys want to go ahead and say your last words?
0: Aiden, hey, I uh, appreciate you coming on here, joining us today. Like, it means a lot to us, like, especially us being like huge crew fans and Glenn and I being from uh, Columbus ourselves. So we look forward to coming back when, the, like, the new stadium opens up and seeing you play. So we're excited just to get back to, to like, a game in person, too. So especially during these crazy times. So I appreciate, and, uh, everything. I appreciate everything that you've uh, done so far today. And keep doing your keep doing your work on the field.
3: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love the gear from all you guys. I really do.
2: I don't have my crew jersey on. I wore it this weekend. It's dirty. But, you know, I'm the only one right now. I guess Poopers doesn't really have anything on either. But for me <laughs> – uh, Aiden thank you so much for coming on I really do appreciate it uh, you've been a lot of fun you've been really relaxed something that we've had lately is a lot of young guys on the podcast and I think that it's great for American soccer and where it's going something that's huge is when you get your opportunities you have to capitalize on those opportunities in just a short amount of time that we've seen you play I think there's a fire about you um, and you're capitalizing on those opportunities so I'm super excited for where you're going to go and we'll, we'll be watching my man.
3: Thank you. appreciate it. That means a lot, my dude. Thanks for having me, guys. I really, I, I really appreciate it.
1: Of course. I said it earlier, MLS has really taken to it. Play your kids. This is Season 2, Episode 14 of MLS Gone Wild. We were joined by Columbus Crew homegrown and U-20 U.S. Men's National Team midfielder, Aiden Morris. Aiden, thank you for joining us, man.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
1: and to our listeners give us a rating review you can find us anywhere where you listen to podcasts apple spotify leave us a rating review and you guys tune in to wednesday's match aiden and the columbus crew will be taking on dc united in dc to keep their supporter shield dreams alive until next week everybody this has been mls gone wild season 2 episode 14 with aiden morris we'll catch you guys next week stay home stay safe wear a mask and cheer for aiden peace out y'all